Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, where today we're talking Saturday night on TBS from February the 9th, 1991. And as I get started in this week's episode, before I throw it to Hopper, who's here and Doc is running late, I want to give a special shout out to our largest page contributors monthly, disrespectfully classy, Marky Blassie, Mike Childry, Joe Ice, good old Justin. Thank you for your generous support on Patreon each and every week. And a couple of shout-outs. No new patrons this week, but a bunch of returning ones. Uh, Rich H., uh, welcome back to the Hall of Fame. And Scott S., welcome back as well. And Patreon is really finicky sometimes. Like, sometimes it shows somebody as a new patron or somebody who returned, but they never left. So if I miss you on these shout-outs, that's why. Uh, Don't do the Burger King thing or Von Eric thing or anything. It's just that Patreon is real finicky, it seems. So, anyway... Uh, What's the Burger King thing? You remember when oh, Doc said if you oh, had to go... Oh, Doc's thing, yeah. Yeah. He, he's like, <laughs> he's like uh, anybody seen Doc? Uh, he said he was going to the walk-in cooler, and they walk in there. Bro, I saw they got that, that, that fucking... It's like a Tex-Mex Whopper with the guacamole and the bacon and shit on it. <laughs> no. Yeah. When did you see this? I saw the commercial like a day or two ago. Is this a New Orleans thing? Is this a regional no, thing? No, no, it's on a commercial for Burger King. What's it called? I think it was like a, it was like the Tex-Mex Whopper. It had like guacamole on it or something. Let's see. Now I'm gonna Google I'm on... it. Oh my God! Are you freaking serious? You see it? Wait, but this is old. This is from 2016. It says Burger King announces the Tex-Mex Whopperito mashup. That's not it. This is since 2016. That can't be it. Um, I'm not seeing it. Got a new Whopper, bro. Let's let's see. The fucking. They have something. What I found is called the Whopperito, and it's it's a like a burrito. It's basically a Whopper wrapped South, in a burrito. A Southwest. Uh, what is it? Let's see. Let's see. It says Southwest. Bacon Whopper. That's what it's called. Okay. Southwest Bacon. That's yeah. a little bit different than... What were you calling it? A Tex-Mex. I mean, it's the same shit. Southwest. <laughs> no, it's not. It's got... Uh, let's see. What's it got on? Uh, it, let's see. Do, no, why it's is... got fucking tortilla chips, bacon, <laughs> and avocado <laughs> spread, and a creamy spicy sauce. Uh... 
<laughs> I like that. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. I can't eat that kind of shit anymore, bro. No, I can't either, as you say that. There's no way. Bro, we, uh, we went to Hooters, Sunday. Oh, God, who went to Hooters? It was me, Luke, uh, Darren, and... Uh, I knew I knew D-Man had to be there. Yeah, it's just like, how the fuck did I eat all this shit? I knew D-Man had to be there when you said you went to Hooters. Yeah. All right, uh, Doc, is that you? Because we're recording if, if you're on. Yeah, there he is. What's up? All right, What's well, up? The, we already started. Uh, I was I got through the intro, did some shout-outs, uh, thanked the patrons. Uh, no new five-stars this week. There we actually had one, was, and it disappeared. I know. I saw that. It was from Cleaning Towels, which is Beer Man, on Twitter. In that, Well, that fool probably got drunk and tried to drink his five-star review. If it's a, His name is Beer Man. Yeah, beer man. So we we're not ignoring it. It's it's not there. And then it was Chris a good Browning, one. I would I was ready to read it, and then at first I thought maybe I drank too much and I missed it. But then I realized he drank too much and something happened. Yeah, so that's, that's why up. that's why we didn't always read it. blame um, the patrons. Well, no, it's it disappeared. And then the other thing was Chris Browning sent me an email saying that he had submitted one and it's not showing up. So I don't know why. But I would say um, blame Elon Musk. Okay. Yeah, but um, Hopper is telling me Doc right now about he, the champ, the D man, went to Hooters this weekend. So continue, Hopper. Yeah, it was fucking just. I want to die if I keep eating this shit. It's fucking fuck, man. I got the fucking uh, Parmesan <laughs> garlic wings, which was delicious. The Parmesan, but I'm thinking, bro, I can't keep, I can't keep eating this shit, man. The I want Parmesan, fucking, yeah, the fucking, the fucking Parmesan. Parmesan, there we go. <laughs> it was good, but fuck. How man. big were the Hooters of your waitress? Uh, not that big. Huh. Grow up, grow up. About, about as big as Mike's tits. Well, that, that, that's an A cup, so uh Right, right. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. it was like come on, bro. So they weren't quite bees like yours. No. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go to Hooters. Sounds great. I haven't actually. been in that place in a million years. I have no You know why? Because you're an actual adult. Look at the three people that went to this place. Yeah, that <laughs> well, well that's D Man's place. Yeah, I'm sure that's, it is. That's that's D-Man's place. I mean, the champ has told me numerous times before how he much the D-Man loves that place. And the champ says he hates it. Why not just why not just go get the buffet down at the at the Shishis or whatever? Oh, and they fucking know what the champ got? He got some big old fucking go fuck yourself chicken sandwich. <laughs> and then he got hash browns. And then, like, at the end of the night, she's like, does anyone want anything else? This motherfucker got a piece of cheesecake from fucking Hooters. Must have been cheat day. Ugh. Who the oh. fuck gets a piece of cheesecake from fucking Hooters? Yeah. Everybody, if you play your cards right. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I don't even know who to serve that. Probably. All right. Well, I bet Vince McMahon would. Oh, yeah. Speaking of uh, Vince McMahon, so I got the shout-outs out the way. I got 
all the other business out the way. Uh, we're getting started late, and um, you know we're old, so <laughs> we don't know how long we're gonna go tonight. So with all that said, Doc, you uh, you want to talk about the latest news with uh, Vince McMahon and the additional allegations of more money being paid out to other ladies and women and lady performers and whatnot. Okay. I think that that's the right answer. So how does that change anything that we talked about uh, two weeks ago? Nothing. How does what change anything? You got it. You got it. You got to clarify what you're talking about here. How does the, how does the um, surfacing of more women that Vince is paying off change anything that we were talking about two weeks ago? Nothing. Okay. He's still, he's still bulletproof. There you go. Here's here's the one thing I'm gonna say. Because of how much power he has on the board, I do agree with you. Is becomes very hard for him to get out ousted. Right. As I say that, I never say never when it comes to a publicly traded company. Especially in the era that we're in. You should in, never in say never in anything. Hold on. Normally, if this is if this is if this is any other corporation, if this is any other corporation, I mean, you name it, any other publicly traded company, I'm like, no way. Not a chance. This person does not survive this. Because it's the WWE and because it's Vince McMahon, I'm like I think there's a told you 15% chance he could possibly not survive it. But you think, I think there's a 15 you think there's a 15% chance he goes. 10%. There's a 10% chance. And the the thing is the problem like here's why I say that. And it's really So you're saying there's a, an 85- Hold on, wait, wait, let me fit let me finish. You do this all the time. Let me finish. Let me finish. 10% chance and here's why. Because you're about to go off on another tangent and I can't even finish what I was saying. 10% chance. Now, that's what Harper and I are saying. The board. Yeah. The problem is, is not the board and the, 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 them voting them out or whatever. The thing is, if Fox and USA and these TV partners decide, nah, bruh. We and they find some reason to pull the plug on the deals that they got with them, then you got a problem, and then is when the action happens. I said that two weeks ago. So the point here is I don't understand how you saying there's a ninety percent chance that he stays in power is any different than what Harper and I are saying is that it changes nothing. You didn't put a percentage on it. You made it sound like it was never gonna happen. Ninety two point five. How about that? You never said that a couple of weeks ago. I said he ain't going nowhere. You, okay, you said he ain't going nowhere. You didn't follow up with that with, there's only a, 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 a 7.5% chance that he um, uh, will, will, will be ousted. Are you off your medication? No. Oh, what the hell? I mean, we started the show. Uh, you're making fun of me at Hooters. Uh, you know, uh, looking at cans. I mean, talk about JYD. Talk about Bruno. 
so we all agree he's got like a ten percent chance that he. I believe, and, and on the other side of that, I think Johnny Ace has a point zero 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 one percent chance of staying on. Oh yeah, but he's more... going to get fed to the Lions here to save Vince. <laughs> yeah, Bruh. he's going to pay him off. <laughs> the more he already is, he's got a golden parachute deal in his contract. He's gonna he's gonna bite the bullet, and Vince is gonna. Make a donation to Susan G. Komen or whatever, and this is all going to continue. Every article I read about this situation, I'm not even like, okay, what what's happened now in the news about Vince and now twelve million dollars more in hush money? I'm like, okay, that doesn't shock me. It does, like it just doesn't shock me. Like powerful people are dirty, but no, no, no. Thing- Here's the thing: everybody's dirty powerful people know how to get away with it oh, i wouldn't yeah. say that because a lot of them aren't getting away with it these days but what i what i was going to continue saying is every time i read something about this story the one person that i just start shaking my head even more like the stuff with vince doesn't shock me but man they are setting johnny ace up to be castrated in the middle of the town square like He's just about to get just axed. Like Well, if you're gonna be if you're gonna be a powerful rich guy doing heinous shit, you gotta have a fall guy ready. Bro, right. the funny part is like You think if you think if the champ did something dirty that the D he ain't gonna have the D man set up for, for disaster? <laughs> I mean, come Dude. on. Dude. So he got Johnny I got so Ace. much dirty shit on you that the minute I, I'm in trouble. I'm pushing buttons and you're you're going to the just down the chute to nowhere. Oh but no. Johnny Ace got fired from what I read something similar to what's happening now. And they brought him back. Like, so then I started thinking, I was like, well, wait, did like Vince know this was gonna that's come out? And that's the why long he, game, bro. And that's why they brought him back. So not his dude. He's a sucker. Gets, I mean, I'm not saying this is what happened, but I'm like, did he bring him back? And now he's the sucker. And to make matters worse, not only is he the sucker and taking the fall, but you look even worse because from what they said, the wife was battling cancer and you're out here playing around, getting Vince's leftovers, their words, not mine. And being passed off Vince's leftovers. Again, that word's not mine. the technical term is sloppy seconds. This dude looks like just, don't get me wrong, Vince McMahon doesn't just look like total scum. He is total scum. This dude looks like even worse. Come on. Why you got to be up mad at Vince? Yeah. We're trying to get a job up there, aren't we? Yeah. Get on the network. Doc. How many... How many how dirty much? jokes do you how many dirty jokes do you think Vince has made while being creepy with girls in some way about Peacock? Oh millions. A lot. I I think the report of him when he made that appearance at SmackDown is the most ridiculous thing, hilarious, and pathetic thing all in one. What what are you talking about? Well he so when he came out on SmackDown a couple weeks back, like when the allegations first surfaced and he didn't say anything about the allegations. He just, you know, was out there, you know, just strutting and cutting, strutting his stuff. 
And then they said he came back through the curtain and there were reports. He was like, fuck him, fuck him, fuck him, fuck him. I got to take me down. I'm like, he's just screaming all kind of expletives. Just like, what's the problem, man? He was just going off. Like, you about to have a stroke back there? I, I was like, he probably that just goes to show you he, he don't care. He don't, oh, he did, there's no doubt he did. No, come on. What's wrong with being dirty? He's a single man. Um, sir, he's married. Sir? Yeah, he's married, but they haven't been together in forever. Good right. you, brother. Most married people haven't, you know? Oh, come on. Come on. You come on. <laughs> the Pac-Man That's Cup. Nice. That's nice, Hopper. I just saw it. Uh, okay. You just saw it? Yeah, I just saw it. Doc, didn't you have something else tonight before we get into Did the Did we RIP a very special member of the crew? Who? Who's Somebody died? who shows up in our drops every once in a while. We haven't done that yet. We were waiting on you. Big loss this week or the past week when we lost uh, Polly Walnuts. Oh, yeah, that was Friday. Everybody oh, leaves sucks. town sooner or later. Yeah. Bro, that sucks. Well, he was 79. I don't care. He's supposed to live forever. Oh. Polly. Poor Polly. You know the, Mike, do you know the story about him? Are you referring to the story where he actually was in prison or did get that, locked up? And... He, was a le- he was legit, but he was also apparently like living on his mom's couch when that show came out. That's amazing. Damn. It's cr- that's amazing. And then he lands that gig and... Which I've listened to the podcast. I'm on to the. I have one episode left. Which one? Talking Sopranos with Bobby uh, Bacala, who is if y'all are if you don't have enough Harper in your life and you like the Sopranos, <laughs> I would say listen to Talking Sopranos because Bobby Bacala is about <laughs> as close to the hard body here in certain ways. That you might find, but the, I mean, they would always talk about Tony Sirico and just what a, how, how close, you know, obviously just like a stone cold, it's turned up to 11. It's turned up. Mm-hmm. But they always, they, they always would talk about how, how he was like what you saw like that. It was just Tony Sirico turned up. Yeah. Like, it was the real deal. Which is why it was so great on character on screen, yeah. And you know, to be a one of the stars of the of the best show to ever be on TV, that's that's big. Yeah. Well, who's he, left? I, I I said it. I said it when I first started watching it. I told y'all I was like, he's my favorite. And. I think Harper said Silvio was, and yeah. you, who who was yours, Doc? Um, I liked, at first I really, the first couple of years, Christopher really cracked me up. He always to, got on my fucking nerves, man. Trying to get his little training wheels, his little gangster training wheels going <laughs> so he could be a big shot. Paulie was consistent throughout. 
Although yeah. I really didn't. So in real life, because of his previous dalliances with the mob, he had said, I, I will do this show, but I will never play a rat on TV. How great is that? Live in the uh, gimmick. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you saying I ain't, I ain't losing. But it, I mean, to me, the, 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 it's easy to say, but Tony was Tony Soprano was the easily my favorite character because it was the dual nature of having to put up with the same shit we all put up with, with kids and a wife and the bills and the, that, that whole thing. And then I got to go out and commit all these crimes to make some money. Yeah. See, but to me, Tony Soprano is the easy choice in that because, yeah, it's like he's the star. It, to me, it's easy to say, oh, he's my favorite. Okay. For, for like all the, the reasons you route. said, you like the easy route, huh? Mm-hmm. Why, work, where, why are we doing more work than this job requires? You like the easy route. Is that why you steal other people's lines like that right there that you stole from mm-hmm. Robert Okay. What's that from? From Robert Fuller telling Kerry Von Eric, we're doing a little bit more, too much work uh, than this job requires, son. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts on Paulie Walnut Stock or Hopper? It, it just sucks that he passed on. We're Man. starting to lose our heroes. Yeah, for real. This is, this is how every infant man older than us must have felt when John Wayne died. Oh, my God. John Wayne. John Wayne. I'm a, I'm not going to say I'm not going to say what I'm thinking because yeah. What are say you going to say? Say it. <sighs> Whatever. John Come on, Wayne. man. John Wayne made every stupid baby boomer in this world think that you could just like I can't, I can't even put into words how stupid John Wayne is. It's just dumb. That's nice. He made all the he made Doc's dad, all these baby boomer males just really think, oh yeah, that guy's a hero. It's a damn TV show. He's a hero. John Wayne ain't real. They ain't no John Wayne. That's nice. Oh, but Tony Sirico was real. Tony Sirico was real. That's right, damn it. Tony Sirico Tony... is better than 15 John Waynes. Better than friggin' Infinity John Waynes. Wow. There you go. So That's yeah. what I'm talking about. All I got left to say about anybody who thinks John Wayne was great is... Son of a <laughs> bitch! That's right, Paulie. You tell him. Uh, any other thoughts, Doc, as we RIP Paulie Walnuts, a.k.a. Uh, or his real name, Tony Sirico. No, I guess he's up there uh, at the bottom being in <laughs> heaven with with James Gandolfini. <laughs> he's and, at the bing right what now. Do say? What do you say? How you, where you been? What do you say? Oh, whatever he said. Man, when he when he got out of jail. Yeah. So what did he say? I remember him telling Christopher, shoot your collars or shoot your cuffs. <laughs> Dude, I, don't Just, know. I don't know how that show it was comedy, but it was. Dude, he is a legend of all time just for the Pine Barrens episode alone. 
Yeah. <laughs> Where his hair got all crazy, and he's sucking on the ketchup pack in the front of the van, that abandoned van, and he's trying to get the ketchup packs from Chrissy, and they rip out the carpet, and they're wearing them, and then they go running through the snow, and he falls down. Don't leave me. Yeah. Imagine pulling up that old dirty ass carpet and, and that's your blanket. Aubrey, you know how filthy that was. Oh. Might as well lick a wrestling ring. Oh, God. A wrestling ring might have been cleaner. That's what's sad. Uh. And then and then and then Bobby Bacala shows up. Mayonnaise. 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 He shows up in an orange hunting vest. Dude, when looking when, like Hopper, <laughs> when Tony's standing in Junior's kitchen and sees him and is leaning up on the counter and just kind of doubles over laughing. <laughs> uh, see, here's the problem. I love to cover that series, but that would mean 75 straight weeks of no NWA. Yeah. <sighs> Wait till 1992. Man. Ah, we need to do drive-by versions of the Saturday Night Show. And, all right, 15 minutes. That's how long we got to cover this. All right, time for Sopranos, episode one. <laughs> all right. Okay, Doc, anything else before we jump into uh, Saturday Night? We better get into this because it's two full fucking hours of a whole lot of nothing. God well, damn. We'll, we'll Let's get just through go home now. <laughs> We're talking WCW Saturday Night on TBS from February 9th, 1991. I just got the video version rolling for us. And like Doc said, it is uh, two hours. I'm not going to sit there and say it's the worst thing known to man or whatever. I didn't say it was the worst. Just not sure what we're doing. All right. Well, this week's show is coming to you from center stage and was taped January 21st of 91, just like last week. So they did a double tape, and this is the back-to-back of that taping. Um also, one other note, like I mentioned last week, since Doc wasn't here and uh, me and Mike Crockett filled in for him, Michael Wall Street, a.k.a. Mike Rotunda, walked out and quit uh, at this taping. So there's that in case you didn't realize that, Doc. Uh, this show opens up. We see a replay of the end of last week with Eligante, Flair, Arn, and Barry. JR and Bob Cottle are calling the action today. We're told that we'll also be joined by Missy Hyatt and Paul Lee at some point. They teased the Gordon Soley and Dusty Rhodes segment they mentioned last week. That's one of the big segments I want to watch this week and get your thoughts on. And then we go straight to the ring for Lex Luger versus Jim Corbett. Uh, they plugged the pay-per-view coming up on February 24th. And I'm going to stop here and see if Doc's got something from the opening or the first match. I guess we're going to have to do that pay-per-view soon, huh? Oh. Uh, end of month, so maybe like the last... Friday of the month, like the 29th. Uh, Maybe we should get drunk and do it soon. Yeah. Uh, we oh, could do that also. I bought the uh, your boy's book, uh, uh, Brian R. Sullivan's book. I saw it at, at a Barnes & Nobles. Who's? What? Sullivan. The fucking Sullivan. Solomon? Shut up and wrestle, yeah. Oh, Brian Solomon. I got you. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. You, uh, you said Brian R. Sullivan at first, and I was like, who's no, that? No, Solomon. Solomon. The, yeah. The, the, Mayonnaise. Uh, <laughs> that's, 
just okay. Uh, did you start reading it yet, Hopper, or you just picked it up? Uh, um, I got it. I got it yesterday. So yeah, it'd be six months That's before you can get into that, right? Yeah. Uh, this guy Luger's facing is uh, looks like he works at Jiffy Lube. Anyway, Jim Colbert. I said he looks like a guy who could tear up '80s country karaoke. Oh yeah. Definitely. Baby's got her blue jeans on. Galveston, oh Galveston. Amarillo by morning. Amarillo by morning. Up from San Antonio. I bet you Hopper sung karaoke. <laughs> to try no. to get in some dumb broad's pants. He yeah. sung country karaoke before. Come on, come clean, Hopper. Uh-uh. <laughs> He like, uh-uh. fucking karaoke, brother. That's, uh-uh. so That's the same unconvincing shit you'd tell your mom back in the day. You were out with, so, no, uh-uh, uh-uh. Uh-uh, no. Uh-uh. uh-uh. That's exactly it's what he karaoke. did is what he's saying. <laughs> okay. I, I don't think karaoke has fucking generated cash flow to fucking any goddamn bar consistently. That's because you've never had Father Mitchell there. Oh, yeah, that's true, huh? He'll come slam you. your cock in a, in a Chrysler and then make some money for the whole bar. <laughs> oh. <sighs> That's nice. All right, Doc, thoughts on Luger versus uh, Corbett here? My one note is I did like the fact that he finished with the power slam. He didn't need the full rack to deal with this jackass. Wow, jackass, huh? I'm using it, you know, in storylines, not for real. Okay. Yeah, he finishes them off with the um, power slam, and then, yeah, that was it. Okay, so no other thoughts. No. I hate, I hate these two-hour shows because it's hard to get to the, like, next segment. Oh, is it? Yeah, on the on the, the counter thing. It, it, you like, should get some, you should get an intern. When you, like. And then you could pull events on her. Oh. I would never do that, sir. I'm not like you. I know you've done Wait that in to, your past. I and, believe you would get a position of power and start abusing it almost instantaneously. Let's y'all go have, to Lex uh, Luger. You have interns at Joel's place of employment? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I don't know why I'm laughing the way Hopper said that. <laughs> y'all got it's interns? <laughs> Let's go to Lex Luger now. He's with JR after his match. And thanks for staying with us here, ladies and gentlemen, on TBS. Remember, exclusively on pay-per-view Sunday, February 24th, Lex Luger will defend the United States Heavyweight Championship against big, dangerous Dan Spivey. But, Package, there's a lot of things going on as we roll into WrestleWar. That's exactly right, Jim Ross. You know, seems the Nature Boy has his hands awfully full this time. The Nature Boy, you say you specialize in big men. But man, this man is so big, he is almost eight feet tall. You're forging new waters here, buddy boy. Take my word for it. And then we got Russell War. Nothing more fitting than the War Games. I've been in my list last time before. I've been actually in the ring. It's the Horsemen, it's Pillin, the Steiners, and Stinger himself. And the fireworks are gonna fly. But you know, I'm proud to be in WCW. I'm proud to have the United States title around my waist, and fortunate enough to be in the best wrestling at the ring today, because I wrestle where I want, and I'm going to wrestle right there and wrestle more. Danny Spivey, you're a big man, six foot nine, 318 pounds, but I've wrestled big men before, I said I'll wrestle them all, 
You put your name on the dotted line, it's you and me and Russell War one-on-one, the total package for the U.S. heavyweight title. Go for it! What a matchup it will be exclusively on pay-per-view. All right, Doc, thoughts on Luger there? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, book it, bitch. Well, let me tell you something. <laughs> Spivey, so, so Luger's going to defend the U.S. title on, on the him. 24th against Spivey, but but if you notice right there, he starts talking about Flair and Elegante when he opens yeah. the promo. And he's also talking about war games and who's involved with that. And he finally talks about him and Spivey at Russell War. But it's very reminiscent of the studio when Dusty yep. would have everyone cutting a promo, talking about everything else going on in the promotion. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it either, but you can tell who's back in who's charge. In the, you can tell who's who's sitting around here, Daddy, if you will. Anyway, I didn't hate I it either. But we'll keep moving. We go to Doom versus Tommy Angel and Harry Bronson. Pitcher and pitcher promo from Doom. Teddy Long is still not there. He's doing everything but managing the team these days. JR even speculates that he's in Detroit buying a caddy or something. That's what JR said. No, he really said that. You about to say something, Harper? No. Oh, Doc, you got anything from this? I thought Teddy was a she-she's. Oh, boy. I wouldn't wonder how she wonder how she she's dead there in essence. Stop it, Hopper. I I'm just saying. Is it still open? I know I asked. Yeah, it's still open, bro. I, I would see not... a picture of uh somebody that that uh we know uh went there recently and I took the screenshots and I forgot to send them to you. I'm gonna send them to you right now. Please uh, do so. Uh... I would not walk in CC's for nothing. Yeah, yeah. When was the last time you were in there? What, 20 years ago? 25 years ago? It would have been before Katrina. Like, probably well before. Uh, maybe about 20 years ago. Yeah. Were there a lot of thoroughbreds in there? Oh, yeah. Some of them had bullet holes in them, but yeah. C- come on. Why? What? Hey, man, it's good to find a woman that'll take a bullet for you. Oh, you got to be kidding me, Hopper. What? <laughs> Where'd you get these pictures from? From from, from their face, from this person's Are Facebook. Are you freaking serious? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw this wow. fucking... I was taking my morning shit, and I was like, oh, my God. <sighs> no I one under... Me. No one... No I got twenty five allowed. I got no comment. I'm not. I'm not saying anything more. <laughs> no one under twenty five allowed. No unescorted women. One drink minimum. No drugs or weapons allowed. Sounds I mean, like I my feel kind like, of place. I feel like that sign's been there forever. And look at the stage, boy. That's all still the same too. God, I can imagine walking there with Doc. They would think he was a nut <laughs> or something. Oh God! If I get a movie, it's when the fucking record scratches and oh, everyone turns around. What's God. up, fellas? Let's party! Yeah. They wouldn't let him in. They'd be like, 
Eh, no, we refuse. <laughs> we have the right to refuse service. Sorry. Well, come on, guys. Is it the drugs or the weapons that I brought? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Let's keep this show moving. Oh, my God. We go to the next. We go to commercials and then, uh, the, well, I'm sorry. Doom won, obviously. And um, there was really no conflict. So they were looking like they were getting along. We go okay, to so hold on. Hold on. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, 1340. You really going to make me go back to that match, huh? Got to do something, dude. Oh, my God. Got a violent little move there. And then let it run to 1405. God damn. Yeah, I got timestamps. I watched this shit. Well, when Simmons just watch tossed this, him watch over. This. Oh, the... He gets him. Oh. It wasn't nothing. Okay. Now watch he's got, this. He's got his. Oh, okay. No, he tried to Remember slingshot back him. Back in the day, when finishers were finishers. Uh huh. Okay. Let's see if this finishes the match here in a second. Oh, okay. I knew where you're going with that. Everything was airtight, brother. Everything was airtight. Watch this. He's I'm gonna powder. stick him with a spike oh. pile driver, but not pinning. I mean. It's amazing what those old timers believe. Let me tell you something else too that I saw. Uh. I was watching a. I've been meaning to tell y'all this. I was watching a match, um, two three months ago. Something recent. And, no, no, it was it was something from mid south. Uh. And wrestling two and Magnum TA were tagging. And. Magnum, and this is, this is the reason I'm saying this. This is the era when Cornette and, Mid, and the Midnight Express are in Mid-South. This match isn't against, is not against them, but it's, it's that same era. Wrestling 2 hits the ropes, and Magnum, to make the tag, slaps 2 on his back. Oh, it comes in the ring. That. He comes in the ring. And I, was, I immediately was like, I thought we didn't do that back in the day. Everything was airtight, brother. Well, what did Kevin Sullivan always used to say about the past? The sun was brighter, the girls were prettier, and the beer was colder. <laughs> Back slap on the tag. No, that's bullshit. Now, that's bullshit. Now, two appeared to like. Try to put his hand out. But mm, Magnum, that doesn't count. Magnum slapped him straight across the back like the now, young bucks would do. I bet you, Bill. If Bill Watts saw it, I bet somebody got fined. I don't know, but I'm gonna have to look up the episode date. It's early. It's early because it's when the it's when two and TA are just getting their partnership together. So it's like early '84. But man, I I came mm. unglued when I saw it. I was like, "Look at that!" Mm. Anyway, all right, Doom wins, and then after Doom wins, we go to the Steiners versus the uh, versus Italian Stallion and Cruel Connection. Okay, so I have some timestamps here. Okay, twenty four ten. Twenty four ten. It popped me. I thought you were gonna say something about the um... Conway Twitty. Yeah. No, I no, do no, have no, a note. Con- I was going to ask Harper if he ever put on some Conway Twitty for Circle Circle Dot Dot. No, God, no. 
No. Really? No. Conway you Twitty? You wouldn't circle, circle, dot, dot to no Conway? No. Wrong with you. Shit, you could put on Napalm Death if you're going to get some. Who gives a shit? Yeah, for real. That's cool. Oh, you know, y'all just get death. some to Mega Death, huh? Yeah. Sweating bullets! <laughs> <laughs> is this is this the timestamp, Doc, when uh, Rick Steiner's just yes. on the ropes and Crew Connection's laughing and gets... <laughs> 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 That's good stuff. Now, uh, about a minute later, mm-hmm. there was another funny thing that happens. I don't know what it is because I didn't write it down. But that shit well, was wh- funny. He was well, playing comedy and then unleashed a Steiner line. While we're waiting on that, the Freebirds <sighs> did cut a pitcher-in-pitcher promo before the match talking about the Steiners being the U.S. tag champs and how they're going to oh, is it. from the Steiners. This is when he's trying to rip the mask off? He flips his mask around. Rule the Steiners were having... The Steiners were having fun out here. He looks like if Slippin' Jimmy wore a bodysuit, doesn't he? Who's Slippin' Jimmy? Here it comes. Who's Slippin' Jimmy? From fucking Better Call Saul. Oh. Look, that mask is almost off. And now look, it's going backwards. (laughs) That's messed up. His, his best bet is to just let it go. Just let him turn it around, and then he can see who was that. who was this cruel connection. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. Ben Martin will know. Greg Serato will know. Uh, make sure y'all DM Lance on yeah. Twitter uh, at SMU Heavyweight. Also He's, DM Hopper on Facebook. He loves getting DMs from the listeners. DM DM Mike Crockett and tell him how much you love Boston College. <laughs> Uh, that was that was fun. Crockett did Crockett Crockett was pretty yeah. good, wasn't he, Hopper? Yeah, that's cool. All right, Doc. Any other thoughts on the Steiners here? Match is over. You know they're kicking ass, but in a funny way. Right. Yeah. It was something totally different. Good. Well, speaking of not something different, we go to commercial when we come back, and it's Tom Zink versus Chuck Coates, pitcher and pitcher with Z-Man talking about Terry Taylor. <sighs> Dude, that, he shouldn't have a ponytail. Yeah. Amongst other things. Come on. Hey, we find out that he's lost the belt. He was the... Who was he? TV champion? Yeah. Who did he lose it to? Orn. Okay. Well, that's good. Doc. Yeah. What's up? Rip Rogers would have been a better. They could have did a lot more to Rip Rogers. Well, yeah. Not see me. Well, like, yeah, that's you could have put. I'm gonna say something crazy. You could put the TV title on Rip Rogers. For all I care, this like this dude. Man, this dude bores me. I can't. There's not boogie. Nothing about you says excitement. He, I gotta tune he, in. He is white privilege, dog. No, no, come on, man. He's got a even going to say that. He looks like he could be on Dallas. Yeah, I mean, he's got a good look. Yeah, but he's a he's a he's a bodybuilder. Okay, bro, he needs. I ain't to be... coming over. I ain't coming down to Mister Olympian trying to grab a hold. Stay in your lane. He needs to be on somebody's tag team 
where he never talks and he's just the like the technician guy and the other dude is the dude who could do all the moves and talk and cut the promos and and, and carries the carries the team. Okay. We had that. I just, right. Well we do, no, no, we did have that. You're right, and that didn't work either. So no, scratch that. So let's just get rid of him now. That's right. Let's uh fire him and get him out of here. When he goes back to his locker, there'll be a red tag hanging from it. That sounds great to me. Menace like needs a, to see. Menace like needs to see you in your playbook. <laughs> like in Major League. <laughs> uh, all right. Menace will make some calls around the territory, see if he can't get you a spot somewhere. I'll hook him up. Yeah. Yeah. Central States. Uh, that's a great place where careers go to die. You sure? Probably. Okay. That guy looked like Tom Brady, huh? I try my best to skip these commercials. Aubrey <laughs> get sidetracked. Clear uh, Remember the Clear Sale commercials? Remember that shit that didn't do anything? Didn't do a damn thing. That guy didn't look like Brady. Look! He does, too. He does, huh? He does. That's not it Tom is... Brady. I didn't yeah. say it was. Looks right. like. And his pimples like. cleared up. That's yeah. good. Bro, that stuff did not work for nothing. No. And those fucking pads that would burn when you would put that oh. shit on. Oh, God. Just stupid. Yep. Yep. Well, um, speaking of um, stupid stuff, um, well, maybe not. Let's go to this segment now. It's a it's video package from with uh, Flair and Eligante, and this is from the NWA Pro Show. JR and Bob Cottle are going to throw it to us. Uh, throw it to it. Here it is. Welcome back, everyone, to World Championship Wrestling. Jim Ross and Bob Cottle back with you. In this segment, we want to focus on the situation that has arisen between nature boy Ric Flair, the heavyweight champion of the world, and the biggest athlete in all of sports, El Gigante, 7 feet 7, 450 pounds. Bob, this piece of videotape is one of the most powerful pieces of tape, as you mentioned earlier, we've ever seen on TBS. Oh, Jim, you know, the giant has always sort of been a sleeping giant. He's been sort of a meek individual to be as big and as large as he is. But as we said last week, the sleeping giant has awakened. And I tell you, he proved it to Ric Flair that he can. And, Jim, I'm not going to say he's not going to be the world heavyweight champion. Well, everyone has to take a very close look at this videotape, and I think what you're going to see is, number one, the newfound enthusiasm, the determination that El Gigante wants to be the first man from Argentina to be the world's heavyweight champion. But I think more importantly, we're going to see the raw power of El Gigante. Let's go back to the videotape. What do we really want to do, standing here with David Sierra? It's not that uh, I don't trust, but I don't trust uh, Sully's interpretation of it. The conversation that we heard about El Gigante and some comments to Ric Flair. David, what we would like to do is get your comments and get everything straight. You're the interpreter. As El Gigante's interpreter, as his friend, El Gigante, seven foot seven, the biggest athlete in the world today. It's only natural that he wants to become the next world heavyweight champion. And he is at challenge record. Whoa, look at that. Here he comes right down here. Uh-oh. 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 Hey. Uh-oh. El Gigante, let us say, we want to get a cut. You're, you're wanting to get in the ring here with Ric Flair. Look, I want the bill. Go, Bill. I wonder how long it took him to learn that. 
If you want my belt, big man, you better remember one thing. Don't ever let that big mouth of yours overload your ass, pal. Whoa. 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 I wonder if he understood that. Well. <laughs> wow. Oh, no. Oh, no. I don't think anybody ever slapped him before. Look at his eyes. Look at... Whoa! Whoa! Look, he's got a dick rip on his throat, Jimmy! Somebody stop him! Somebody stop him! He looks like a man possessed to me. Look at his eyes! He's got the juggler vein! He's got the juggler vein! Somebody better save Flair! He's losing his breath! They can't get him off of him! Somebody stop him! He's lost his mind! Look at him, Jimmy! He wants a title shot. Look at that hand. Look at that. Holy smokes. Took four guys, four guys to pull him up. The strength of El Gigante, unbelievable. Seven feet seven, 450 pounds. Uh, Nature Boy Ric Flair had to have medical attention after that situation. He has a bona fide threat in El Gigante for the world title. Hey, and I'm anxious to see what Ric Flair is going to say about that, Jim. He's going to be live right here in the danger zone. Coming up in just a few minutes right here. Fans, it's going to happen in just a few moments. Ric Flair will be talking to Paul E. Dangerously live here on TBS when we come back after this very brief timeout. All right, we got Riveting TV here. Flair and Eligante and the feud is getting heated up. Doc, your thoughts? All I can think is if I was an executive on the booking committee would be if I wanted to get rid of Ric Flair, what would I need to do? <laughs> <laughs> Every time you think it can't get worse, it gets worse. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Did you hear how quiet that crowd was? That yeah. was what I was going to say. No one gave a shit. No one. I mean, I just was like, why is no one making a sound? Everything oh, about this guy says fake. Eligante. Flair did tell him, don't let that big mouth overload your ass. You know what I thought later in the show? What's that? When Nash is out, they'd have been better off just using Nash in that role. Well, that's true. And um, the thing is, though, we got uh, other things in store for him. Sure. Has to do with a monkey doing the Von Eric thing at a pay per view uh -oh. a few months from now. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Maybe my best line ever on this show. What? What do you think they do to monkeys in Malaysia? What do you think they do to monkeys in Malaysia? Well, well Mr. Sullivan, I hope they don't do. Was it you that told me you heard Sullivan tell the story of the monkey one time? I think so. 
Yeah, it, how the monkey just. <laughs> the monkey's like a fish on the end of a rope and the monkey just he's just dangling that poor I monkey mean, dude you're out there in front of doubt well it's wcw so hundreds of people <laughs> and you gotta make that monkey go where you need it to go and that monkey said fuck you no you <laughs> The pyro scared the hell out of the monkey. <laughs> and the monkey jumps off of Sullivan's shoulders and does the Von Eric thing. I want to watch it now. Dude you, dude, you don't remember when we watched it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I want to watch it again. God, that was so tremendous. Every The, the animal rights activists were losing their minds. <laughs> on oh, they were around pay-per-view. back then. Yeah, come on. Well, no, they they were around. They they just didn't have a voice. But the forty eight right. people who bought a ticket weren't going to go tell anybody, so they were okay. <laughs> There's more than forty eight, but okay. On that note, we go from Eligante to now we're back to center stage, the Danger Zone. Paulie and Ric Flair. Let's see what Rick's got to say in response. Oh, you what? I am without a doubt your biggest admirer. You are deservedly the heavyweight champion of the world but i have to be really really honest with you you have faced every challenger that ever came down to pike there's a new one now breathing down your neck he's seven foot seven he's 454 pounds i myself i'm afraid for your well-being well paulie let me start out by saying that over the years i have coined a number of phrases the most famous being the one that goes like this. Diamonds are forever, and so is Rick Flynn. So for everybody out there that thought that another page in history was going to be written, that I would be gone, guess what? I'm back! <laughs> And I am still a kid-stealing, wheeling, stealing, jet-flying, limousine-riding, son of a gun, custom-made from head to toe, more women than I've ever had in my entire lined up on the left and the right. So you ask me about El Gigante, I tell you this, for 10 years, I have bled, and I have sweat, and I have wrestled every bad asshole that could walk that out. You know what? Hold this kid. For this, the one and the only world heavyweight title, not even under Holyfield, but Ric Flair, the real deal, for a lifetime. El Gigante, remember that when you want that eye. I like this job more as every minute goes by, and now we're going up to the ring. Well, he's uh, talking about the women he's got and stuff. So, I mean, it's 
there, there's some Studio S stuff here. Doc, your thoughts? Uh, I, he, remember a few years ago when we said, like, Rick's, Rick's singles are everybody else's doubles and triples. Yes. That's a single for him, but he ain't got nothing to work with. Right. I mean, the guy has no personality, and, and I'm not trying to be mean or speak ill of the guy, because by all accounts, he was a fairly nice guy, but he's got nothing to work with. And the only thing he could work with would be cancelable, cancelable by today's standards is to go after his... His heritage. Mexican heritage, yeah. He's Argentinian, sir. Well, close enough, dude. Not it's, really, which was pretty racist to bring David Sierra out there. I was thinking earlier, David Sierra would be better off doing a Hispanic Dusty than he would be being in the interpreter. Did you see the cop behind him that 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 looked just like Louis Anderson? No. That comedian? Yeah. I know, I know who Louis Anderson is. Gary Sierra. No. Behind oh, Gary Sierra. Sierra. David Sierra. David Sierra. David Sierra uh, crew cab. Boy, Harper is a maestro with names, let me tell you. Um, yeah. I, I I hate when you're right. You're right, Doc. This is all sing- so bad. His singles are doubles and triples. Ah. Uh. Well, we move on from that, so we'll have to stay tuned to see what, as Flair said, he can't even say Eligante. He's got to say El Eligante. G- Gigante. Eligante. <laughs> he pronounces the G. <laughs> anyway, we go to the Freebirds versus Bob Holly. And they're like, they're Dave like Johnson. Rick, Rick, heard wanted us to tell you it's Gigante, not Gigante. You tell Heard I was going 60 minutes with Harley in St. Louis when his ass was selling pizzas. <laughs> Imagine working for Heard. I can only... I What would be infinitely more interesting than this product would be if we could have seen one booking committee meeting where Flair and Heard were in there together. No. You'll get a free pair of ruse. <laughs> yeah. The ruse are gone, dude. Yeah, well. Shoes for your feet, lo- pockets for your stuff. We yeah. blew the Coors Light sponsorship. We blew the ruse That already happened? The ruse thing, I think, is over. Yeah, the, I don't think the Coors Light deal happened yet, huh? Yeah, they used to be on the... Yeah, I think we already had the core. I don't know if it's over. Don't listen to Doc. I don't know why he's saying that. <laughs> I've never he seen don't... this anyway. Yeah, he don't have a freaking... <laughs> yeah. Listen, y'all listening to a dude who watches this weekly and... <sighs> he... I, I watch the show for the first time every week, and that makes me <laughs> the second most prepared. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Uh, and stretch. Speaking of preparation, Michael Hayes uh, wins with the DDT for his team. Uh, I've lost all interest in everything Freebird. What were you about to say, Hopper? Nothing. This is just all poo. Well, (laughs) unfortunately, 
you may hey where's what happened to to smothers and armstrong so do you want me to spoil some things are we getting ready to get some pistols bruh i think i i'm not 100 sure but i think we're right close to the repackage bro what's up with that court the fuck is that I, that's like a carpet or they something. They got red carpets out there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. I thought they were trying to... Uh... Why do we need to repackage the pistols? They were actually kind of halfway decent over. No, no, they were more than kind of halfway decent over. Well, uh, the only reason they weren't more over is because of the dumb shit booking. Yeah. The, the the Okay, I want y'all to just... One thing. Huh. When they make their, when they, when they make their debut. Just listen... To the music they come out to. I bet it's in an effort to not be southern. It's so western that it sounds southern. Is it? I'm not the, gonna, uh, I'm not gonna say that. The, the, God, what was the old Confederate uh, song? I, I can't tell you because I don't subscribe to that. But why don't you go right uh, ahead and point ahead. it out for? Go ahead, Mr. Heritage. Confederate not Harper hate. over here. Yeah, Confederate Harper over there. When y'all cancel someone, they sing it in uh, Outlaw Josie Wales. I've never. <laughs> I don't watch that poor shit. When y'all decide to cancel someone, y'all point to the point to the ball headed dude that lets his hair kind of grow you. sometimes. I don't ever let mine grow. You, you kind of let the little patchy thing around the sides and back grow. I hope they cancel me because then y'all be <laughs> fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Who's they? Yeah. I don't know. Who have we given this much power to? <laughs> We're not on a network or anything. I mean, it's like, yeah. That's that. Okay, let's keep moving because we do have some important stuff here. Gordon Soley is interviewing the American Dream Death that Rose from the Omni in Atlanta. Let's hear what uh, Big Dust has to say. I'm going to have to chop this up. It's one part and then two. Here we go. You know, Dust, for the past 20 years, the Omni here in Atlanta has been known as one of the premier sports facilities around the world. No question about that, but wrestling fans refer to this as the house that Rhodes built. Well, God, you know, accolades like that through the years is what made Dustin Rhodes appreciate the wrestling fans. It's a special building to me. I had a many a special night in the Omni in Atlanta, Georgia, and it's, it's a thrill to be back here talking with my friend and most of all the dean of professional wrestling of the WCW of Garden Soli. Thank you very much for having me. Well, thank you, Dustin. I'll tell you what, we're going to talk more in just a moment, but I want to see if you remember this night here in the Omni. All right, so they talk to Dusty, but then they're going to show some clips. We see Starcade 86. Um, they cut to Dusty versus Tully. <laughs> this made me cry seeing this old ring with the black mm. ropes. Yeah. Um. Mm. I shed some tears here, man. This is. Can we go back and just start on '85 again? Yes. In fact, I'm going to advocate for that. <laughs> it's different times, Daddy. Different times. So then they pick back up. It's just a quick clip of these two working at Starcade. No, no, don't leave it. Don't leave it. Leave it on. Leave it on. <laughs> well, they know. left it. Don't me. take them off. Don't take don't, them off. Don't take them off. Leave it on. Leave it. You know what song that is? <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> Let's go to Dusty. Let's go to back end of this, and he's going to talk about his retirement. 
Dust, uh, that's got to be a night that you'll never forget. Well, God, any time you get in the Omni before that many people on a tremendous night like that, you'll never forget it. I was excited about it. I'm excited about being here. Tremendous thing, and I appreciate the uh, concentration on Dusty Rhodes and what you portrayed there in that match. Well, you know, Dusty, since you really stunned the wrestling world a short time ago when you announced that you were going to retire from professional wrestling, I've been inundated with uh, cards and letters and phone calls from people all over the country saying, why did Dusty Rhodes retire? Well, God, in 21 years of professional wrestling with the WCW World Championship Wrestling, 21 years with God and Soul, 21 years of traveling down that highway is taking its toll on Dusty Rhodes, and my old body kind of wore out on me, and I feel I'm still a young man, and that's things that I want to do in this sport, and uh, one of them I'm doing right now. Well, that's the next uh, question, of course, and... Uh... I think we should tell everybody that uh, your future is bright indeed because you're making the same kind of transition that uh, well, Frank Gifford made, Pat Summerall made, uh, John Madden, uh, uh, Lynn Swan, moving from an active competitor into the broadcast and telecast side. Well, I'm not claiming, Garden, that I'm going to be a Garden Soli, a great announcer like Garden Soli, or Lynn Swan, or John Madden, or other people were talking about. What I think I will bring to the wrestling fan is an insight about what's going on in there because for 21 years I have been in there, I've been inside, I know what it feels like and I'm looking forward to working with WCW also as an ambassador throughout this country, wrestling at its bettest, at its purest, WCW. I might just point out, anytime you see the WCW emblem displayed, you know you're going to be seeing the absolute optimum in wrestling competition, and I might add the optimum in color commentary mm -hmm. from uh, the American dream, Dusty Rhodes. Dusty, uh, Draw me a comparison between today's wrestler and yesterday. Faster, bigger, stronger, uglier, meaner, but not so. The, the old days that we'll call them now, the Dusty Rhodes American Dream days, I had some pretty bad guys right beside me, some bad hombres. My partner of all times, Dick Murdoch, comes to mind. So let's just say I would have liked to seen Babe Ruth hit against Mickey Mantle, you know. So uh, that era will always be there. Who's the best or who not? It's exciting now. It's music. It's lights. It's cameras. It's action. And we're getting ready to rock and roll and get funky like a monkey. Well, you got that right. And I might just point out one thing. Uh, the body may be letting you down a little bit, but there's something ticking inside there that's never let you down. Well, that old heart of mine is really is what the heart from the people is, has come to me. We've had this relationship through the years, and I know now that there's another heart beating out there with this same heart and that kid. You know who I'm talking about. Amen. Six foot five, 265 pounds, and they call him the natural. His name is Dustin Rhodes, and my friend, he is a natural. He is, uh, has a tremendously bright future. He was raised for this business. He was bred for this business. He come from the lawns of Dusty Rhodes, the American dream. He the will lawn, be a tremendous yeah. competitor in world championship wrestling. <laughs> Dusty, one final note. I know that the wrestling fans around the nation have demanded a special night, and that's going to be the night that you are, quote, officially retired as an active competitor. It will take place in July at the Great American Bash, and my congratulations to you for having had such a tremendous career. Well, it's going to be a tremendous honor. I'm looking forward to it. I, I know that the wrestling fans want to give back something to Dusty Rosie and McEnery, but they don't have to because through the years they've gave me enough. I'm looking forward to seeing everybody with WCW throughout the country. All right, and be sure and be watching for that great American bash. And I'll tell you what, nice to have you on this side of the microphone. Thank you. All right. Big Dust.
retirement going to be celebrated at the Great American Bash. But for now, he's going to be on commentary, and we're going to get to see his loins on TV. <laughs> the fruit. it His loins bore fruit. <laughs> bore fruit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I'm making fun of this. I, I actually kind of like that. It was I kind of did, too. It, and you know why? It was entertaining. He's a star. And you can be mad at some of his booking at the end, and you can, but he has star quality. He's been gone, so we got to miss him. And we need more stars in this federation. Yes, a lot of stars. Yeah, totally agree. And you know how I could tell Gordon was super drunk there? How's that? He straight face told us that we'd be seeing the optimum in wrestling when we saw WCW. <laughs> Uh, the optimum. Well, speaking of but the I, non, the thing that can be, the, <clears throat> sorry, the thing that confused me was, so Dusty started to put over the new guys. They're big, or ugly, or faster, but not so, and then started putting over his guys like Murdoch. Well, yeah, that's what all the old timers do. Yeah, nothing, nothing's as. Bro, you know how it is, Doc. Nothing's ever as good as it was. Like, it's always... That revisionist history is, like... Is always going to be a thing, no matter which generation. Yeah, I mean, I, I can admit it. Like, we talk about it all the time. Oh, bro, it wasn't that good. It was so much better back then. But then we can look at stuff and go, Wait, Magnum TA slapped two in the back and made a tag. But you hear these old time. Oh, that's not how it's done, brother. Everything was airtight. No, it wasn't. That's that's always the case, but you know that's part of life, I guess. Every generation thinks that their generation was so much better. And don't get me wrong, ours was. You know, the three of us. No, 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 no. Every baby boomer thinks their generation was is the hottest generation oh, of all time. That generation. I, I've never seen like. I've never seen a generation that you could get five Republicans and five Democrats and they won't agree <laughs> on any issue out there. Except for, but, except for what's the best generation of all time. And all 10 of them would say it's the baby boomers, the baby boomers. <laughs> all of them. And everybody, but them is fully aware of the fact that the baby boomers is absolutely without question, the worst generation of all time. That's not true. Mike, I know like two baby boomers that are that don't fit the description, Doc. Every Ooh. other one I've met in life, I'm not gonna say on the show, and you know, are they relatives? No. Oh, but he's he's on to something. The generation no, before no them, no generation ever is was tough. The RVD posed more when they refused to let go of power. I, look, here's the thing. This ain't even political. I just want a presidential candidate that's not north of 70. <laughs> Bruh. Harper and I had this discussion, like, years ago. Like, the, the, like these old presidents. I ain't trying to be political. But yeah. I, I do. I am sick and tired of 70-year-olds. Give me somebody. Yeah, give me somebody who's just above the age where you're eligible. I'm tired of get these old. somebody younger than me. I don't care. What's the age? I think it's like 40, huh? No, it's like 35 or 36. Yeah. God damn, that young? That's what I'm saying. Like, that's, I mean, that's young, but it's not like 
ridiculously young. And I just, I, I, I'm, I'm with Doc. But you know what I the baby try- boomer would tell you? We're the only generation that can really run this thing because we're the only ones that know what's going on in the world. So let us just keep running it. Furthest thing from the truth, too. It is. They No more, like, I used to say this about Vernon Maxwell. Not Vernon Maxwell. He had crazy <laughs> confidence. But uh, Antoine Walker, when he played in the league, irrational confidence from behind the arc. I just mean, he thought it- he was he thought he was Steph Curry. And he was like Curry man. <laughs> Bro, the, 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 the boomers launch threes, hit the, they don't even look to see if it goes in. They hitting the RVD pose. Yep. Like, bro, you shot 16 air balls in a row. What are you RVDing for? Come on. Don't get me wrong. I got a lot to say about the generation under us, too. I'm not as down on the I'm not as down on the millennials as you are. I, I'm, I got some stuff to say about them. They're a little soft. They're say a little it. soft, but we were a little soft too compared yeah, to the right. generation before us. That's okay. Yeah, but they're real fucking soft. All right. Well, speaking of people who, Boy, we just made a lot of people mad. We Ooh. just made everybody mad. There's no fucking uh, millennials listening to this shit. Fucking everyone's our age. There's millennials. The funny and, part, and I have the, a feeling there's some crappy old baby boomers out there well, trying to. I was about, oh, yeah. I, was, I was about to say, I bet you we probably. And they're got all going to be hot because they're, they're. Here's the thing, they're going to work themselves into shoot over what we just said, proving the point we just made, but they <laughs> won't see it because they're too busy trying to get themselves over when they ought to just be trying to get a, a fucking glass of lemonade or iced tea and go sit on the porch and maybe watch, you know. Johnny Katie's fucking jump rope out in the front yard instead of trying to run the world. Yeah, watch some me TV, you know. Get just show all the girls on and shut the fuck up. So Thank I'd you say, for being a friend. What the I'd fuck say time you, does Matlock come on? You probably got about ten percent millennials that listen to us, sixty percent easily uh our generation, and then the boomers are the remaining thirty percent. So what you're saying is we need to flip that because these boomers are going to be gone soon. Can't live forever. <laughs> yeah, the they're time, all going to be doing those reverse mortgages and shit. Oh, man, don't let Tom, don't let Magnum PI catch right. you in that bullshit. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> or fucking or Fonzie. Oh, or, or um, or um, JJ from Different Strokes. That's true. Oh, yeah, that's Him true. and Joe Namath are trying to get you those benefits yep. you deserve. Joe Namath, too. <laughs> Joe Namath, Man, too. That's, that's some shit. Joe Namath was out there slaying every piece of tank on a 30-mile radius wherever he went, and now he's trying to get inside these. Instead, He went from getting inside of panties to getting inside of wallets. Did you just say tang? Yeah. Tang. All right. That's the defense term. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Well, while we were talking and, and getting uh, uh, canceled by our baby boomer friends out there, we love you, but, you know, sometimes you're wrong. Go take uh, a Geritol and calm down. Have an oval uh, team, you Tommy, bucks. Tommy, Tommy Rich uh, used his finisher, the Barnett, on Mark Kyle. What? Uh, during that match, Bob and JR talked about working with Dusty now that he's back with TBS and in the commentary booth, and JR says... He'll be working with Dusty on the pay-per-views on commentary, and Cottle reminds us that the new six-man team of Morton, Rich, and JYD, he reminds us that they're a team, and I just want to say set your VHS recorders for that because um, 
that's going to be a barn burner. Great seats are available at the Omni to see the the three stars and tag team action. Uh, Tommy Rich won. We then go to commercial. We come back and we go to a replay of Taylor and Z-Man from NWA main event last week. Time limit yeah, draw. What you said? Yeah, we saw this, huh? Uh, we saw a different promo. We didn't see this. We saw Taylor and Pillman cut a promo. Oh, yeah, that's right. And now we're seeing Taylor and Z-Man, and Taylor said he slapped Z-Man to get his attention, and he'll do that to whoever he needs to do it to in order to get their attention. Z-Man comes out and tells Taylor they'll settle it tomorrow on the NWA main event, and the only thing worthwhile on that promo was Missy Hyatt just standing there holding a microphone. Slap him. Get me in the mood. Bro, you think fucking Missy, just sitting here looking at her, she would have been perfect on... MTV or something. No argument for me, Doc. What about you? Well, I, well, I, she's perfect wherever she wants to be, pal. That's right. <laughs> Ring a dang dang. So, you know, I posted. I can't see the comment now. I posted pictures of the the clash that we did, Doc. I'm trying to go to Facebook now and look it up. And is it when she won the the thing? Yeah, when she won the arm wrestling. And so somebody posted, I just wonder if Missy Hyatt is still that pretty in the comments. When Come I on. That. Missy Hyatt replied to that. Oh. She wasn't even tagged in it. Like, I didn't even. She's stalking she's even, Harper. Oh, oh, no. Let me go to it. I'm going to read So, it. hey, read I got it. a question. Yeah. Would Lady Harper let you have a night with Missy to fulfill a, a childhood fantasy? Well, sure. It doesn't matter if she could let me or not. Mm, that's not what I heard. Oh, well. I mean, brother, bro, that's Missy High. They told me after being in New Orleans a few weeks ago that Lady Harper wears the pants in your family. Oh, yeah. Said nothing of the sort. Okay, here's here's what was said. The picture of Missy about to beat Pauly in the arm wrestling contest this person said, I just wonder if Missy Hyatt is still that pretty. Some other guy posted some pictures of Missy under that comment. Missy, not being tagged in this at all, replies, no, I'm not. This guy mm. starts creeping on Missy. Missy, stop lying. I bet you're still that oh, no. pretty and sexy hot. Oh, and then another guy chimes in and says, wrong, Missy. You're still gorgeous. There's so who do you know of... in life that looks as good as they did 30 years ago? Right. Besides like Tom Cruise. So why are you why are you cretins out there judging women purely <laughs> on on how they look? See, that's Bruh, what's wrong the, with most guys. That's the one thing I hate. But now Britney Spears, she got married recently. And like, oh man, Britney, bro, she used to be hot. I'm like, motherfucker. You know, if Brittany gave you a half a chance, you would be all over her like stink on shit. Fucking any guy would. Acting <laughs> <laughs> like she just like looks like Roseanne Barr now or something. I was like, bro, what the fuck are you talking about? But yeah, she she doesn't look like she did when she was fucking twenty two years old, you know, or with the fucking snake on fucking MTV. But shit, man, she still turns heads. Listen to Harper. I mean, it was like when Harper was talking about Sonny a few years ago. He was like, I, I mean, bro, I, I, he, Harper was like, I'd still do it. I don't know if he'd do it 
Oh, not that he's seen know. the Red Rocket on on the OnlyFans, but back yeah. three, four years ago, he was still willing to. Yeah, she's. Remember that when how bad you thought the OnlyFans was, and you thought that was her her rock bottom, and then she said, "Hold my beer." Yeah, and now as we speak, she's uh, laying on a fucking cot. That 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 broad. Well, before she, before she was laying on a cock. Oh come on. A red rocket looked like a little missile just <laughs> it was like space invaders the noise it was making shooting out, out two poots well they just sleep in like the orange jumpsuit huh <laughs> there's no pajamas or a fucking nightgown right in a female prison yeah Bro, I, I, I'm assuming so I don't know I've never walked into one, Harper. You know, I, I just haven't. I've never seen the inside of a woman's prison. Well, you really do break the... down all the stereotypes. Mm-hmm. I've never seen the inside of a, of, a, of, a, of a man's prison. I mean, I've seen it on TV, but, you know, I've never actually walked the halls of one. Well, you haven't been inside a jail, like, at all? I've been to Orleans Paris jail, not being arrested. I've never been right. arrested, but I've, I've been inside of it. Yeah. Uh, but... And I, that told me everything I needed to know about never wanting to be locked up. Just seeing that. No, thank you. Hard pass. I'd rather watch wrestling and talk about it with Doc and Harper when I'm in my 40s. Who wouldn't? And not yeah. be in Orleans Parish Prison. All right. Well, um, Ricky Morton, Bill Ford goes on for a little too long. We did get a picture in picture. From JYD and Tommy Rich and Ricky Morton talking about February the 17th at the Omni, where they will go for the six-man tag straps. I kind of wish I could go back in time in the boogie time machine and see how many seconds JYD worked in that match. I guarantee uh-huh. you it was plus. If someone said the 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 line is 30, I'm sorry, 29.5 seconds, I would definitely take the under on he JYD. He gets blown up ring. talking. Uh, bruh, you ain't got to tell me I know. He probably gets blown up taking a shit back then. Hard to argue. If I ever told you all about that dude where I used to oh, work no. many, many years ago, the dude used to go sit in the last stall. There was only one men's bathroom in his place, and he would coach himself through taking a dump. What you mean, coach himself? The inches we need are everywhere. <laughs> he was, bruh, it was like. No, I'm not going to. I can't do it for you. Oh, yeah. I can't do it. I'm just too old. I'm too damn old. Look at him. Look in his eyes. Huh. I think, I think when you look guy, at the guy next to you. You'll see a guy that will go that extra mile. This dude. Would <laughs> this dude would get he so there was three stalls, he would go to the last one every time. And he'd sit down and before he even sat down, you hear him, All right, here we go. All right. Come on. Right. Oh my God. Right. He's like, Oh yeah. And then and then, you know, he'd sit and he'd be like, and no, I'm not sitting in there trying to listen. I'm taking a piss. And you hear him all of a sudden. Yeah, just a little bit more. All right. Almost there. Uh, what time is it? Oh, it's about 4 o'clock. Oh, uh, we get this over with. Be out of here in about another 30 minutes. 
All right, almost there. Here we go. Oh, All God. right, yeah. He would talk himself <laughs> taking yeah. a dump. And it was... Well, the, you the, should go do your dirt, your dirty business in as much silence as possible. It's I don't just, like taking a dump in public. We've had this discussion before. I don't even like taking one at work, but, you know... When you yeah. when you're there ten hours, you you, you kind of right. forced to. You gotta shit. Yeah, I mean sometimes you just gotta, you know, drop them yeah. and yeah, line that yourself. toilet. Yeah, man, that's I, when you turn into a professional shitter, pal. Bruh, line that sucker up, and Eligante. I'm getting paid of, on the clock to take this dump. Speaking of a dump, Eligante just beat Joe Kazana. Was this when you worked at that? At a big box store? No. But I, I had to take a dump there once. Or twice. Uh, or three times. Yeah, that's not too good. Here we go. We're almost there. Come on. That's it, boy. Talk. He would be just as calm as can be. Harper, what's your favorite retailer to dump in these days? Um, The best one? Yeah, who has the cleanest bathrooms out there? That's wow. it, God. There's no fucking. It's. I mean, <laughs> they're all the same. Terrible. Yeah, they're all pretty much the same. Walmart, Winn Dixie. Yeah. Which Winn Dixie? No, you, which Winn Dixie you go to, Hopper? The one on Chef, right? Oh my used to work God! At. Then what sucks is all those homeless people. They go in there, especially now since it's fucking hot as fuck outside. Oh. And so they fucking go in there and they kind of just kind of walk around just to kind of get out the fucking heat. And they go in there and, and they blow the shit up, bro. And there's always like a, uh, you know, a, a fucking open pack of something where they stole something. And, you know, this is where they stole some fucking deodorant or some shit. And. And then they use the bathroom that you're yeah. going to try to use. And they fucking blow it up. And it's like, you fucking Bro, You're going to get monkey pox that way. I know. I want to get fucking something. I'm going to get that BA5 or whatever. No, it you're going to get monkey pox. He's going to get shot out there. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> oh, God. All right. Um, what was I saying? Uh, Eligante Joe Kazana. Flair joined JR and says... Eligante wants the belt. He's got to walk the aisle. JR questions Flair on how he'll deal with Eligante's power and strength. Flair says he's not sure, but although that's the case, Eligante still has to beat him, and Flair says he is impressed, and uh, that was it. Eligante won. Now we go to Master Blaster, Nash. You know, he's out there, versus uh, David Isley. David Isley's been around for years. Anyway, Nash wins with a big shoulder tackle and gets the pin. Doc, any thoughts from that? They build uh, Nash from Chicago. Didn't he paint his face or something? He used to. Not now. Oh. But like wait, he'll paint his hair soon. He'll paint his hair, and um, he's going to be an accessory to a, a capuchin monkey doing the Von Eric thing. Those capuchins are, are nasty, too. Yeah. They're mean. JR, uh, like he did last week, is going to throw to another clip. From Japan. Hey, well, hold on. Versus Go back for a second. Did Nash get on a cycle there? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. Never mind. 
You're Why? <laughs> He's infatuated with people being on cycles because he all. I mean, that. he was a young guy, so. Oh, how old was he back then? Twenty something years old. Man's in good, you know, good shape. He's in such good shape. They're gonna make him a. A character. Look at these two asses, bro. It's like the two fucking rhinos. This is a completely different sport. Yeah, bro. This is not what 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 we've been watching for for the past hour and fucking forty minutes. Um, you know what's funny, Doc is. Mike Crockett last week they were showing the same clip and this match is is a year old that we're watching <laughs> and we don't care because we haven't seen it nobody's seen it here yeah yeah and back then even in 1990 whatever year this is one Bitch. that's the other side of the planet dude mm-hmm. that's where Kabuki's from I don't know anything about it yeah I mean you know wrestling nerds and some you know <laughs> Meltzer subscribers or whatever they they may have but this is this was welcome new stuff to us. Those fucking elbows to the face. Oh, they fucking. were killing each other. They didn't give to they they didn't care. It was just brutality. Is that is that match on the on the network? No, huh? No, probably not. Because it's um yeah. yeah All right. Oh, well, we keep moving. We go to commercial when we come back. It was kind of that clip was similar to last week. There's just two guys beating the hell out of each other. More to come on their feud. Uh, we go to then Brad Armstrong, Tim Horner, and Alan Iron Eagle versus Barry Windham, Sid Vicious, and Arn Anderson in some six-man action. I thought for sure as this match starts that the team with the three members of the Horsemen would win this quickly. Boy, was I mistaken because they went the rest of the show beating the hell out of Iron Eagle, Horner, and Armstrong. And it was a 15-minute job as the faces just got slaughtered and the Horsemen pounded on them. Actually, I did about think, 13 minutes. I did think that uh, Brad and Arn were really good at the beginning, as you would expect. Brad and Arn, Arn and Horner. I mean, it's not bad. It's just when this started, Doc, did you think, oh, this is going to take me to the close? Yes. You did? Yeah. You thought three members of the Horsemen. Yes, it is a Horseman this week. We asked the question last week, was he? Well, He's with the horseman, so I guess he is. You thought this was going to go the remainder of the time. Yeah, but I don't, I'm not trying to, be, I, I mean, I just figured, I, I guess that says more what I think about Brad and Horner and them, that this is your TV main event kind of thing than any sort of statement that was going to happen or anything. Fair enough. I just figured, and, God, we've seen a shit ton of matches. How many fucking more can there be? Well, last week we saw Horner and Armstrong versus Arn and Barry in a really good matchup so i mean the only difference here is sid and iron eagle uh do you got any, you got any time stamps from this one doc is hopper i don't over I'll, there i just I got was, back i oh, was okay. just okay um <laughs> you bring enough sandwiches for the rest of us come on i had a piss so i had to oh, never mind well it's that coffee i fucking drank because i gotta stay up later well i was at my d- sweet little daughter's basketball game where they had their best game of the season which means they only lost 32 to 6. <laughs> and that's a shoot. How old is she? Six. Oh, well, she's, well, I mean, they don't know what the hell they're doing. She's our best player. 
Which means that she can get the ball dribbled from one end of the court to the other. <laughs> now, my only note, I, I thought Arn was great selling here in this match. He was tremendous. Again, as you would expect. Dude, I just watched, before we uh, went on, I was uh, trying to find something to watch. I watched the SummerSlam it was either, I guess it was 89, and it was the Brain Busters versus the Hard Foundation. God, that match was so great. It was and, that, just, and now you got to come watch this. Yeah, it was like, man, it's like you see none of this now. What did I tell you the other day, Mike? I'm listening. I don't remember. You tell me a lot. You tell me. You, me and Latrell were watching. Me and Latrell were watching Impact the other night, and it was Kazarian oh, yeah. versus Saban, and they started locking up and doing arm bars and shit. And Latrell looks at me and goes, "What's all this? I've never seen this kind of stuff before." <laughs> Literal comment. It's so funny like, because it's it's something that's just so simple, <laughs> like, and the and kid he liked says, it. "Here's I've never the other seen thing. this before." He liked it. He's like, this is good. I was like, yeah, I know. We all watch Impact on, on Access or whatever. Uh, I we watch it when we're sitting in front when we have one night off from youth sports, and it's on, and I run past it until Mrs. Doc comes in and goes, "Really, we're watching this? We can't at least get WWF or whatever." What the fuck? She she don't know the difference. Yeah, she does. Oh, oh really? Man. Dude, they've been watching this shit with us for twenty years. Sasha and Mrs. Doc yeah, know the difference. You know, they, I mean, they, 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 they see the. Put it like this, bro. Mine because she'll watch that divas bullshit. Divas, you know, and mine'll she, watch the documentaries. Like mine yeah. watches about half the dark side of the rings. Yeah, mine watched the uh, the the uh, Bruno one with me the other night. Oh my! Did she God. talk about Bruno? Talk about Bruno. Talk about GYD. Oh, damn. oh come on, hop on me, man, bro. Bro, hop. You know who had the best gimmick ever? Callaway. <laughs> Callaway. <laughs> who? You know, Callaway. <laughs> you mean the Undertaker? <laughs> yeah, Callaway. <laughs> bro, what? Would you go to high school with him? <laughs> Oh, Darren Callaway. Uh, no, they know Hopper. Like, I mean, mine will know if if in in you know they they're halfway intelligent these these two because they at least can read the ring skirts. You know, they can see right. Oh, that one says Raw or SmackDown or you know. Oh, that one says AEW. I couldn't tell you the last time I was slipping through and saw Impact though. I, I yeah, I for real. I, I, I hear people. That, I don't think that channel comes on uh, the Hulu Plus. The Access. channel that it comes on. I mean, that's the channel, right? What channel does it come on? Access, right, Doc? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd have to look. I don't know. No, that's what it is. You don't have to look. No, no, no. I'd have to look to see if it's on Hulu Live. I don't think it Harper is. Harper just told you it's not. Okay. I didn't say I didn't agree with him. He said, I don't think. I said, I'd have to look. 
you have bad understanding. You know that, Doc? Okay. What else? You you don't trust Harper <laughs> to, to about Hulu, and I have bad understanding. Anything uh, else? Look, look, this... like a... Hey, hey bro, bro, let me ask screen... you a question. Is he working the room or what? <laughs> let me tell you this. You keep down Harper and I start, you'll be doing this shit with Mike Crockett next week because <laughs> this episode has been god-awful. You work in the room. I mean, I mean, I know we all work in the room, bro, but is he work in the room or what, Harper? <laughs> all right. What are you about to say, Doc, as uh, we get to the finish of this? I thought Sid was going to kill Alan Iron Eagle on the finish. <laughs> I'm trying to get to it. Oh, man. They they beat the piss out of him. like He was getting just pounded on. Yeah, there was a lesson taught. Yeah. Wasn't he in the tag team with another guy? Uh, wasn't Eagle? he a third Renegade Warrior? Yeah. That right, was, something. Yeah, they were... yeah, Renegade Warrior. He had a partnership with them. So where the hell's he at? Where the hell's who is he? Now, wasn't he one of the guys that was uh, kind of... Uh, he the really guy blew right it. past that who's he question right there. No, when they had that, the two Indian guys were shooting the promo on on Arn and the and, Renegade Warriors. Right, wasn't he? The Young Bloods. He was one of them, right? Who is he? Iron Eagle. Okay. <laughs> he yes. was not one of them. He was their friend, and he's he was, about to get he broken was in half. Right here. God. He was oh, Native yeah. American adjacent. Yeah, indigenous person, Hopper and Doc. First, whatever. What is They're wrong with y'all? Indians. It is. That was so first. inappropriate with these comments. What? First I can't people. say Indian. No, no, you can't. No. Why? Indigenous Only if you're person. First peoples. First, first peoples. You have got to go to a different continent to use those kinds of potty mouth words. The Indians. Wow. Hmm. Mike, I think we should just. Go ahead and hang up and let Harper finish this one. Well, the show is about to end. I don't want to be associated with this kind of filth. Yeah. Uh, The show is definitely about to end. Alan Iron Eagle is pinned. JR and Bob Cottle wrap up the show, and they're talking about Flair and Eligante, and then we're out of time rather quickly. Before we Uh, close the show, we got to rate it and hand out some Rolexes. uh, Uh, So um, before we do that, I want to remind you, please become a patron, tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. As Doc and I were kind of mentioned earlier and hinting at earlier, there's a pay-per-view coming up in just a couple of weeks. The Clash just aired a few weeks ago as well. All those Clashes, all those pay-per-views we've already done over the last few years here are only on the Patreon feed at tinyurl.com. What's this pay-per-view? Wrestle War, I believe. Yeah, Wrestle War. It's a pretty good one, too. When had Michael PSAs dressed up like Uncle Sam in a commercial? No. No, that's Great American Bash. You sure? No. no. I don't remember. Harper's right. Yeah. Okay, he's right. We just, we just saw it. Hey, where's the juicer? I guess uh, he's in... In prison, he gets arrested? Yeah. Not yet. I know that. It's a joke, but he, uh, he that's where he needs to be. Maybe someone said juicer, juicer, juicer three times, and he... Oh, fuck, I shouldn't have done that. Maybe somebody mm-hmm. got him wet after dark. You oh, got no. you got to sleep in your room tonight, bro. We ain't got nothing to do with that. <laughs> Just make Come sure the here. turtle isn't uh hitting his shell on the top <laughs> of the tank. The doom, the doom, the doom. That poor turtle. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
did the Von Erich thing and Wiss has Blameka now. Okay. All right. Um, right in Rolex. Doc, go first. This episode was not as bad as we made it sound. Harper's Harper. going to disagree. <laughs> Harper's like, uh. Just speak on it if you want to disagree. You don't, have just, to huff. you don't have to huff. Why don't we just start over? I said this earlier. 1985 was a hell of a year. Mm. And if we wanted to follow the Crockett thing, don't we have Mid-Atlantic going back further than that? We could do 81 to 85. Mike's like, you know, that does sound pretty good. Black-haired hey, Buddy Landale. Early Jake the Snake. Oh, God. I think we should maybe have a show meeting after this. Yeah. Discuss the future. Have a little visioning session where we uh, get energized around the strategic direction. Uh, okay. Proceed, please. <laughs> On the radio. Oh, the Mike. Um, not a lot happened, but it wasn't terrible. It wasn't super embarrassing. Um, B minus. B minus. I agree with him. Yeah, what? I mean, it's not like the worst thing ever. Yeah, it's just it's. They're all just starting to look the same to me. Because they're not heating anything up right. There's no heat. None. Just yeah. None. I'm with Doc. B minus. The closest thing to like getting some heat's Terry Taylor, and it's with the Z Man, so nobody gives a shit. Yeah, that's true. Who was the last big heel they had? Well, it could be Sid if they'd let him heal out, but he's too busy pandering to the crowd. Getting mm. cheers. Yeah. Waving the cheers on. And and we're past the point. I mean, they're past the point where Rick, the the crowd wants to like Rick. I mean, shit, they, that was four years ago. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, so. B minus. Harper, what do you I, give? I agree. I'm a B minus, too. A C. Okay. So, who are you giving your Rolex to, Doc? Eligante? Uh, no. <laughs> Negative. <laughs> That's going to be a no. All right. Well, who gets it? I think I'm going to give it to Dusty. I kind of oh, yeah, like that's that. that's true. Yeah. I kind of like that segment. And, I mean, shit, he had enough stroke to not come in and do something stupid. Like, at least, I mean, Flair cut his hair in some stupid, goofy haircut. Dusty's like, I'm back. I'm just going to be me. Fuck it. Yeah, I'm going Dusty, too. Yeah, Hopper. Dusty gets it. All right. Well, you know who needs to get it too? His name is Hardbody Hopper. So if you want yeah. a video shout out from him, some relationship advice, life advice, you want him to cut a promo on your enemies or best friends or family <laughs> members that you can't stand because they're jackasses, well, send Hopper an email to chrishopper16wildcat at gmail.com. That's chrishopper16wildcat with a K at gmail.com. And also PayPal him 20 bucks to cc30388cc at yahoo.com. If you missed any of that, just check the show description and in the show notes, you will see the email address along with his PayPal address. Uh, before we get out of here, I also want to mention our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast with Joe Murata and Michael Quinn, the northern version of BTT. 
Slightly classier, definitely more professional, but still fun nonetheless. They support us, please support them. And check out the bottom line cast from Mike Pru and JV as they take care of uh, the show called The Bottom Line Cast, which is a show on the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin, and they handled the ECW show on the Patreon feed. That's all I got. I'm blown up. I know Doc is blown up. If he says he's not, he is lying straight through his teeth because he told me at 5 o'clock this afternoon, bro, I'm blown up already. I said, I hear you, pal. Doc, you got anything else before we roll? No. Harper, what about you? Let's go. Hit the tagline, pal. Fuck it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>